0: I made 66 cents. I made 66 cents. I made 66 cents. The podcast is profitable. Oh, yeah. A whole lot of ginger is worth 66 cents. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to A Whole Lot of Ginger with your host, Kylan Silva. Oh, man, to start off, everyone, I'm feeling a a little tickle in the throat, so maybe I have a deep husky sexy voice today that's why (coughs) hear that illness i also sang karaoke last night but i felt a tickle before karaoke so i can't blame it all just on karaoke but yeah but let's jump right on into it first st patty's day was one week ago last friday and let me tell you i hit the town and i hit it hard me and Kaylee, we went down to Key West. Now, I don't know what you people know about Key West. So let me just give you a little a little overview. You you're driving to the Florida Keys. If you drive all the way to the end, that's Key West. All the way to the bottomest Key West. And in Key West, there is a street called Duval Street, which is the main street of Key West, right? So there's stores on it and bars. And you can walk from one side to the other. They have a sunset festival on the northernmost end every week. And then on the other end, there's the southernmost point buoy you can take a picture next to. And you can go to the beach. They have all different stuff, lots of food. But in one area more on the north side, there are all the bars. And it kind of gives a a little mini Nashville type feel or New Orleans just in that one area. They'll kind of block off some parts of the road depending on the night on uh late at night but there's all the bars in that one area you just kind of bar hop between them. So me and Kaylee we do 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 and we go down there probably got there at about 2 p.m. right and we are staying at a hostel which was the cheapest place to stay and let me tell you it was a hundred and twenty dollars for one single bed like we were only getting one bed we're not getting two so whatever we get the bed we park the car and we it was on the complete opposite side of where the bars are so then we walk a little over a mile probably to get to the bars we roll up we had each taken two shooters and had a beer as our, as our start to the day. We go into Irish Kevin's, the Irish bar. Obviously it's St. Paddy's Day, right? It's, it's hooting and hollering in there, people. It is packed at 2 p.m. And we get there and we're going to go get a drink. And I hear the man on the microphone go, okay, ladies, who wants to be part of the Guinness chugging competition? I throw my hand in the air. Why? Why did I throw my hand in the air? I don't, if anyone knows me from college, from life, I don't chug, I can't chug. It's it's never been my thing. I cannot do the beer bong, I can't even take a shot. I can't even take a full shot. I don't understand when people are like, just swallow, just inhale it, just swallow it. I can't do that, it's coming right back up. There's no chugging it down, okay? No, 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 not my cup of tea, but I put my hand right in the air. I don't know what came over me. The Irish ginger gods, they said, you're going to do this. So, of course, I get picked, right? I'm a ginger. It's freaking Irish day. So, yeah, there I go. I get up on the stage. It's me and three other ladies, right? We're all standing there. Hey, hey, who gets chosen to go first? Me, which in hindsight was good because then I wasn't focused on what time I had to beat but whatever. They say you're chugging Guinness. Honestly, you guys, I don't rem- I probably have tasted a Guinness. I don't think I've ever sat down and had a full Guinness. I couldn't even, I don't even rem- I drank it so fast. I don't even remember what it tastes like. I chugged that baby in 9.04 seconds. 9.04. I t- for me, hell yeah. That was pretty darn good. I was proud of myself. But once I, I stopped chugging and I held it out, man, my belly was a rumbling. I was like, I'm sober. This, no bueno, right? It's it's three o'clock, two o'clock. It's the afternoon. So then the next girl goes, she doesn't beat me. Next girl goes, and I'm like, oh no, she's gonna beat my time. She stopped drinking at eight seconds, but there was an inch of liquid still in the bottom of her cup. She didn't finish it, I finished mine. She did not finish hers. So there was an outroar, outcry of the crowd saying she cheated, that she didn't finish it because people were on my side. I had multiple people looking out into the crowd. There was a girl that said IP and pools. That was on her hat. Her and all her little buddies, I think they're from New Jersey. They were for me. There were some other people from Marathon for me. So I I was the crowd favorite, right? So it's ridiculous that I didn't win, but in my heart, I know that I won, right? So we get through the drinking competition and hung out there a little more. Then I thought, let's try to go to this hotel where these people called the Red Elvises or something are playing out because everyone down here says they're a fun band to go listen to. So then we go and start to walk to this pool. It's hot outside, you guys. I'm getting sweaty It's hot. It's not pleasant. We make it there. Of course, there's no seating in the shade. At that point, I'm kind of feeling it. And we decided we needed to go get some food. So we pull up to this restaurant and we're just going to get two appetizers, the chicken tenders and the chicken nachos. When this man brings out the chicken nachos, oh my God, it was bigger than my entire head. I'm looking at Kaylee. She's looking at me. We're like, What is this? How many freaking nachos did we get? And we got chicken tenders. I mean, it all slapped and we ate it and we had nacho leftovers to eat later. So it was all great. But that's when after that, I hit a bit of a decline. I was tired. I did not want to keep drinking. So I just had to take a break. Kaylee powered through. She's living life. I was going through a moral dilemma of how am I going to do this? It's only 4 p.m. I, how do I make it the rest of the night, right? So I took a couple hours off from drinking, then started again once the sun had gone down. At that point, we're still bar hopping, do-do-do-do-do, and then the there's this big bar that has multiple entrances, and there's a downstairs with a big place where a band plays and a bunch of bars down there. Then you walk up the stairs, and there's a couple more bars upstairs with more of a dance floor. That, that's more club vibes, I guess you could say, but it's all open air. You can look out onto the street. So we're hanging out there. I'm passing out the whole lot of ginger stickers left and right, which if you told me your address, they should be coming in the mail. I'm still sending some out. So those will be coming to you soon. So we're just living, laughing and loving. And at some point we left, we got this bus and slice of pizza. Oh my God. It was called, mine was a lasagna one. It was so delicious. And really there was nothing else too crazy from the night. Um, we eventually got in an Uber to go back and the Uber driver spoke Spanish. And at one point, Kaylee was trying to speak Spanish to him. That was pretty funny. And then we got back to the hostel and ended up sleeping in two beds anyways. So yeah, and I don't I don't think they ever charged us for the second bed. So that's great. It was great. So that was the St. Paddy's Day. Nothing nothing too crazy to report other than that I got second in the drinking competition. Um, other thing, rant for the week. Let me tell you what my rant is. It's about pickleball. I have some Beef with some pickleballers. Listen to this tea, you guys. So I'm a pickleball like I do every morning, and getting close to the end. It was probably almost 11 a.m., so I've been playing for almost two hours, right? I get up there, it's one man who I had played with earlier, this other lady, and then Captain Dave, and I will tell you right now that i looked at the other lady and I was like, and we have not played together. Let's play together. Even though I know, uh, I think his name's is John. John is good. Captain Dave, nah, he, like he's good, but he's not anything too crazy. And I just wanted to have some fun lady time. Sometimes I think it's fun for the girls to play the guys, right? So we get up there, do, 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 do. I see Captain Dave whisper over to John something. And then he starts walking over and he goes, Kai, you're going to play with me. So we can break up the teams to make it a little more even. I go, uh-uh. I see John in the back. He's like, I'm not a part of this. And I'm just like, no, we're fine, right? I wasn't scared. I wasn't worried. So we start out the game and me and Anne get down 5-0 or 6-0. Not great. And me and Ann are like, shoot. Right? We're like, oh, he's going to prove us right. And I said, no. No, we're going to turn this around, right? And we turned it around. I started smacking the ball at Mr. Dave, right? And I see John. And when we had to switch at six, he was just like, oh, man, I told he should not have said anything. I, I, that's why I don't care. And we were getting close. We came back. We held them into overtime. We lost, unfortunately, but it was 11 to 13, right? We put up a good fight. We held him off for so long at the end. I was just so mad. I wanted to win so bad because I'm like, what right do you have to say any of this? Right? I'm a good pickleballer and is good. Right? So it was just so annoying. And after I'm collecting balls and John's like, that guy is such a prick. I cannot believe he said that. I wanted you guys to just destroy him so bad. I'm like, I know. I was offended. Maybe I'm not the best pickleballer, but I can carry my own way. Us ladies can. So there's my rant of the week. Ugh. It really, it really irked me. Okay. Serious, serious irk moment. But I'm letting it go. I got it out, right? That's what the podcast is for, to get it out. So I just got it out. And let's continue into a new segment which Ashley Grayless, one of my avid listeners, suggested to me, which we've kind of spitballed back and forth. It's gonna be, since I'm living in Florida right now, it's gonna be the Florida Man of the Week segment. I'm gonna tell you all of the Florida Mans of this week and I'm gonna choose which Florida Man is the craziest. Now, if any of you don't know what I'm talking about, and you're just sitting there thinking, who is Florida man? Who is this Florida man? Well, there's this thing, I don't know if it's a thing, but I've done it, where you Google what the Florida man did on your birthday. Because if you look up Florida man and a date, there's always some crazy article, okay? So this will be the first week I'll tell you each Florida man day, you'll get the gist, and I'll pick the craziest and just read you little blurps from it. So let's get started. Starting off strong with Florida Man from March 20th. This one is March 20th, 2019. Florida Man attacked by neighborhood squirrel who has residents on high alert. Anyways, basically this article from CBS Miami says that residents in eastern Sarasota have been attacked by the squirrel who's using its claws and teeth to injure victim. Anyways, the man who was attacked, his name is Robbie Armstrong, and he is quoted saying, Friggin' squirrel attacked me. And then he said, I chased him around and shot him with a BB gun about 10 times, but he's still alive, so be on the lookout for a crazy squirrel. So. And here's the squirrel's origin story. A neighbor in the area nursed this squirrel back to health as a baby. He's named Eightup after a race car and truck. And so now residents are on high alert as up is likely plotting his next attack. That's, that's Florida man number one. Florida man, March 21st, 2018. Florida man. This is multiple, okay? Florida men one dressed in bull onesie, attempt to burn down a house with ragu sauce. What? Let me read the article. Okay, so these two dudes try to rob this person's house. They took an AC unit, a vacuum, a television, a heater, a weed grinder, and an empty jar of ragu sauce. I guess that this ragu pasta sauce they put on the stove and left a washcloth near it trying to start a red sauce fire so thank you florida men for that entertainment i'm just trying to imagine the conversation that went down between these two men so we got bull in the bull onesie right and he's probably like oh man our fingerprints are gonna be here we gotta get rid of the evidence let's burn the house down and the other one's like, all right, here, throw this cloth on the hot stove. And both probably like, wait, don't you need some, like, liquid on the stove? And they're looking around, and they see a jar of pasta sauce, and they're just like, perfect. The perfect fire starter. And no one will think we actually tried to start a fire because they'll think that someone was just making some spaghetti for dinner. Moving on to Florida man, March twenty second. Oh no, <laughs> this this one is March twenty second of this year. Florida man arrested after slapping woman with slice of pizza. Oh gosh, golly! So there's a lady, and she called the police to for a domestic abuse charge, and she told them she'd been struck in the face with a slice of pizza after an altercation over how to discipline their child. So that's great. And the policeman said they could corroborate this because she had pizza sauce on her shirt, the collar of her shirt and the back of her shirt. So this man must've been slap silly with that pizza. He said, I'm a slap. I'm a slapper all over. But in case anyone was wondering, he did not hit her with her hands, just the pizza. So Crazy. All right. Now we're getting to Florida man, March 23rd. Florida man arrested for drugs after getting trapped in a porta potty. He was left screaming in a porta potty because he was trapped. Cops get him out and then they found drugs on him and bada bing, bada boom, he went to jail. So, kids, don't be pushing over porta potties on people because you don't know what they might have on them, or you know what, good for you trapping people in the porta potty You, you did a good service to your community, and you, you're saving the community. Last but not least for our week, Florida Man, March 24th, 2017. Florida Man ticketed after eating pancakes in the middle of the intersection. Oh my God, you guys, this picture. This man has a plastic fold-up chair. He has one of those TV stands that people eat, like, food on in front of their TV when they're sitting on the couch, and he's sitting in an intersection, a crosswalk, shirtless. He has slippers and PJ pants on, has what looks like a large bottle of Aunt Jemima's and a plate of eggs. Oh, pancakes. That's what they are, pancakes. He was only 100 yards from his house. He was just, he was hungry right there in the middle of the road. He wanted to set up. Anyways, for Florida man this week, honestly, my vote for top Florida man has to go to the squirrel. I mean, UA is attacking his community. UA must be stopped. But h- how do they stop the rabid squirrel? You know, what are they going to do? That if they shoot it, that's animal cruelty. But he's attacking people. Someone bring a larger animal in to go take care of that squirrel problem. All right. I hoped you guys liked that little segment. I definitely did. Thank you, Ashley, for the suggestion. We'll continue that week to week while I'm in Florida if people were fans of that. I would ask you to leave a review, but we know about response rate with the fans. I probably won't get any feedback from anyone so I'll probably keep doing it anyways or maybe I won't honestly I'm pretty fickle in my ways sometimes I continue and sometimes I don't so dealer's choice it is my choice it's my podcast also sorry tangent side note I'm done with Florida man so I can talk about whatever The podcast is profitable, everyone. I don't know if anyone's been hearing the ads. I got an ad with Spotify and I've made 64 cents because of you all. Because of my listeners, I was able to get ads and now I've made 64 cents, which really I'm still in the red because I spent $30 on stickers, but with that 64 cents now, it's only like $29.50 basically, so... We're getting there. All right, you guys. I thought I would keep with the theme of this month being March Madness and talk about basketball a little bit more. In case you didn't know, I was one of the undergrad managers of the Hawaii men's basketball team for my freshman and sophomore year of college, 2018 to 2019, 2019 to 2020 season. And I did this with my best friend, Ashley Grayless. Now, let me tell you, you might say, oh, Kylan, are you and Ashley? Did you guys play basketball in high school? Do you just love the sport? I mean, yeah, we love the sport, but the last time we both played was probably, I don't know, elementary school, middle school. We're not basketball prodigies. You want to know how we got that job? We saw a little flyer hanging in the dorm that said, hey, email this person. And be a manager on the men's team. And we were like, LOL, why not? Right? We're silly goofy. So why not us? We show up. Mind you, I think we were wearing t-shirts, running shorts. We 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 don't look presentable. The graduate managers appear in their khakis and button-up shirts, right? We're just immediately thinking that we're going to tank this. They sit down with us. I think they were asking why we wanted it, if we were big basketball people. (laughs) Me and Ashley just think it's the funniest thing in the world. Anyways, they told us, oh, we think we could, like you guys would be perfect, because when we get guys to do it, a lot of the guys try to learn the plays and everything, and then we'll try to walk on the team, but you guys, you're not guys, so you can't do that. So that won't be a problem. And me and Ashley said, okay, here we go, right? Oh, my God. So then we had to go to all their practices every day in the afternoon. It was from, I think, 3 to 6 p.m. I want to say we were there for three hours, five days a week. If not six, no, five, I think. And then there was game day. Oh, me, oh, my So we would go, and we would sit on the side, and we would run the clock. We'd take stats for a couple different drills and put them in a computer. Just, it was random stuff, but we got some cool merch. We got backpacks, shoes, we got shirts, all this stuff, right? During the games, we would get to sit on the court with them, right? And then at halftime, we would... I, my job was to give the refs water. Ashley's was to pass out towels to the boys. So we got to do all that fun stuff, right? And everybody had just realized the fan in my room was on and you could hear the whirring the whole time. I'm sorry, I just turned it off so that, that, that noise should be gone. Anyways, so we got all the cool stuff. We would get to the night before a game. We would all go out to eat. So we get to go out to those dinners that then after the games, there was a big team dinner that was so bussin from all the aunties and we would get the best food ever, right? For Christmas, I think we got shoes. We got all this fun stuff. Mind you, we were not paid, but that gives you some leeway to leeway to s- just kind of slack off sometimes. Cause they're not paying you, you know? And we were allowed to go in the locker room when the boys weren't in there and we could take all the food out of the locker room that we wanted to. And we would pose in there and think we were so cool. We thought we were so cool. It, it, it was so in our head. We literally thought we were the coolest people, which I think we were. It was pretty cool, pretty cool gig. Here's some of my favorite memories from those times. Memory number one, I, it had to have been our first year We got a text that was like, you guys need to come to the office and have a meeting with us. And I'm thinking, oh, no, Ashley's thinking, oh, no, we are stressed out. Right. What could we have done? We get there. Mate, one of the players, he's coming out of the office and he's like, oh, you girls are in trouble. And we are freaking out. Right. We go in there stressed. Dominic, who is the one of the grad. Managers, he was asking us, Are you okay? Why do you look so stressed out? All this. We're like, What are we in trouble for? Right? He's like, You guys are not in trouble. You guys have been doing such a good job, blah, blah, blah. So that was funny. I just remember how stressed out we were and how mate literally scared us so bad. Another one of my favorite memories is one time we're in one of the practice gyms and the boys were just doing absolutely horrendous, right? Just terrible. So they start to get lectured at by coach. And Ashley had some alarm on her phone. I don't know what it was for. And midway through this man's lecture, it just starts going off, her phone alarm. And I was laughing so hard. Ashley is bright red. We're like, oh my God, because it's during all the seriousness. Everyone just turned and looked for a moment. That was a pretty, that was a pretty funny day. We also would during drills when we didn't really have to pay attention because we just start the clock and be sitting there we would pull up the most ridiculous snapchat filters I'll, i'll find some of the videos and put them on instagram and just laugh hysterically and thinking back on it i'm like everyone who was there had to have looked over at us and just been like, what are these girls laughing at? What could they possibly be thinking about and laughing for three hours straight? We also were in one of the auxiliary gyms one time and brought beach chairs and were fully laying down, reclining in the beach chairs on the sideline. We did not care whatsoever what was going on. We were doing homework. It was ridiculous. We just, we were probably the worst managers ever. And, you know, by that second season, I then kind of COVID hit and then they never asked us to return, but we also were kind of just over it. But it was a hoot and a holler. I mean, great thing to have on your resume. Everyone sees that and they're like, wow, because basically we were D1 athletes. It was also funny, too we had to sign a contract saying that we wouldn't do any shenanigans with the players. And I can neither confirm nor deny if that contract was broken. Basically, that was that. And you know what some of the other benefits were? I mean, we got to be around hot D1 athletes. And when they would see us on campus, they would give us hugs. We felt like we were the coolest girls in town. We would see them out at the bar laugh out loud, scream at them. I also just thought it was funny when at the games we'd, we'd go to join the huddle, right? When they had timeouts, we would be in the huddle right on the outside. And sometimes I just look up because the, like half of them are seven feet tall, literally actually seven feet tall. And you'd look up and you're like, wow, that person is basically double me. They're just huge, huge men and we made some great friends but that was that was that's my experience with the sport of basketball and all the greatness that it comes with we also here is a juicy secret i will tell um i did have the biggest crush on one of the graduate managers oh my gosh you guys he was gorgeous This gorgeous man, and now I think he works for the Spurs. So good for him. But yeah, that was our; those were our adventures. We did not travel with the team, in case anyone was wondering. We just stayed at home. So when the team was away traveling, we would get a break, breath of fresh air. Yeah, I will post some pics. We, one of our photography friends, Zach. He would take pictures of the boys, but also since conveniently we were there. We would get a free photo shoot at all the games. So, there we have, it's a very well documented part of our careers, our career journey. Yeah, that's my little segment on B-Ball. And I'll be honest with you guys, my, my voice hurts, my throat hurts. So, I think that's about as much talking I can do for this week. I hope everyone enjoyed it. I hope people enjoyed Florida Man and the little basketball tidbit uh go princeton for march madness since they're still hanging on i guess we'll see about that tomorrow and yeah remember you guys go check out instagram i will get the post out tomorrow this time i'm not gonna wait after the weekend since it's not the ginger holiday tomorrow and let me know if you want to hear anything else on the podcast If anyone else who hasn't gotten stickers wants stickers, just text me or send me your address. I bought stamps and stickers for the sole reason to send them out to people. And if you guys go through the stickers I sent, text me. I have 100 envelopes and over 200 stickers. I'm kind of set up. This is all for you people. You guys are the one who is helping to spread this. Okay? So I'll talk to you soon, as in... Today, as in one week from today, I'll be talking again soon.